Greetings, good people. My name is Derek Brown, and I'm a stand-up storyteller. I'm comfortable standing up and speaking my truth. Now, here's today's truth. I have some blind spots, y'all. Help me to see them today by listening to me. Let's go. I have a special set of skills that I've acquired over a long career that make me attractive as a workhorse problem-solving employee, but not necessarily as a leader. Now, let me say that this lack of validation follows a pattern in my life. In fact, this lack of validation has actually become my validation. I spent several years away from formal employment to help raise our now seven-year-old daughter and to reinvent myself. I worked on a lot of things while I was away. After that much time away, though, it was difficult to re-enter the workforce. I found a job as a math teacher in an alternative education setting. I replaced the teacher mid-semester. She left under dubious circumstances. I was told that there were dubious circumstances during my interview, but was given no details, and I didn't need the details. I have instincts, what I call spidey senses, and I have experience. I had a new boss. My new boss had an assistant. My new boss had a boss. As a mid-year replacement, I hoped that all of them would offer me support, especially since I was stepping into a sticky, tricky situation. This is not quite what happened. I was offered a lot of scrutiny and surveillance, not much support. My new boss and his boss did not care for each other. My new boss and his assistant did not care for each other. As I worked to build rapport with my new students, I had a rough time with one of them who was quite outspoken and quite profane. I worked a little harder with her. I think I got her suspended at least twice during my first six weeks for directing profanity towards me. We built a good relationship, though. I think I became part of her safety zone, which was fine. And she became my favorite student because of what I saw in her. See, through all the foolishness, now, there's, there's some leadership in that student. Now, my boss's assistant and this student did not like each other. Now, if you're not caught on yet, my boss's assistant is a special individual, very special. On the last day of the semester, teachers sponsored a, a holiday feast so we could kick back and chill with each other. It was moved from the teacher's lounge to the cafeteria for reasons that weren't announced, but I guess it was because we needed more space. 
all the students who were at school that day, because this is the last day of finals, they were instructed to come to the cafeteria for their regular lunch. Teachers were called to the cafeteria at the same time to begin the feast. Now, most of, most of the students who were in attendance walked to the cafeteria with me. They thought they were invited to the feast. I thought they were invited. They were not invited. They were asked instead to enjoy their leftover sack lunch and to watch us enjoy our feast from over in the corner of the cafeteria. That's not a good look. So I asked our boss if the kids could join our feast. We had plenty of food. He said, hey, sure they can. My favorite student was in that corner and she made it known in her outspoken way that she didn't appreciate the initial exclusion. Several teachers were annoyed that students joined the feast. They were even more annoyed with my favorite students' comments. My boss's assistant, who was sitting at my table, made a negative comment towards my boss for allowing the kids to eat with us. Then my spidey senses started to tingle. It's like, this one looks like trouble, buddy. This is trouble. And I was happy to head home for the holidays because I'm wondering, who am I? with here. Who are you people? But I also knew that all of that that took place might turn into something. Now, fast forward to the beginning of the spring semester. I used our professional development day to go and get some wise counsel about what had happened at our feast from some people who were not there but who have been around. The best advice I was given was to be careful that I did not become portrayed as the teacher who was for the kids a little too much. Good call, but it was probably already too late. I had applied for a $500 grant near the end of the fall semester for a program I wanted to do here at my new school. I won the grant and the awarding agency brought the money, brought a big check to present to me to our front office. Nobody was there, so they gave the money to me directly, created the photo op, and all that good stuff. A few days later, my boss called me to his office. You couldn't have told me it wasn't to congratulate me on the grant because he had now found out about it, but that wasn't what it was about. He asked me if I had seen the email from his boss. I hadn't, but obviously there was one, and my boss knew about it, so he showed it to me. <laughs> Let me... Let me say it was a, a passive-aggressive reminder that as a new employee, I was on a limited contract and I would not be renewed with a full contract until I completed my yearly evaluation and was requested to return by my boss. Now, I know this, so the reminder was more than a reminder. What I know now is that my boss's assistant reported me to my boss's boss. Not to my boss, but to my boss's boss. I don't know why, but I do know that she has recently been promoted. And I know that this is not a good look. What I know now is that I was reported for being for my favorite kid a little too much and that I was letting her get away with murder.
What I also know now is that my boss's boss told my boss to tell his assistant, the one who reported me, to check up on me to see if I was doing my job. Check it now. My boss asked the complainant to lead the investigation of the accused performance and behavior. Wow. Wow. But I digress. What people think of me and say about me is none of my business. I didn't miss this though. Neither my boss nor his boss said anything directly to me about what I had done. Why is that? I get it now. I get it now. See, that would have made this matter way too easy to resolve. At worst, maybe I'm a new teacher who just doesn't know any better. Needs some professional guidance, some mentoring. Or maybe I can offer another perspective on this story, my truth, that can render this a non-story. When nothing is said, though, any accusation against a male teacher by a female supervisor can be fully weaponized. You better hear me. My boss's boss can use this against me and my boss. My boss's assistant can use this against me and my boss. My boss can use this against me. At this point, I can see that I'm a pawn in the schemes of many. My boss became a little harsh to me for several weeks. I know now it was because perhaps he took a little heat for not knowing what was happening in his building got embarrassed by it. What I know now, though, didn't help me then. Created a lot of pressure, man, a lot of stress in a job that I had not had for two months. Now, I'm new to the job, but I'm not new to performing well under pressure and stress. So I perform well. I think I made my boss and his boss both look good during a special mid-semester school-wide evaluation that was held on a Thursday. I remember it like it was Thursday. My boss was so pleased that he came clean about everything at the end of that day, everything that had caused me to be scrutinized for six weeks. He even told me who reported me, and how ridiculous he thought the report was, especially now since I've shown everybody, oh man, I'm a pretty good teacher and a pretty good guy. He told me, hey, you'll be on my team again next year. My next and final reward, though, was another surprise evaluation the next day. This is Friday. At the end of the class period, the worst time to get evaluated. Well played by my boss's boss. He's a crafty one. See, he may have simply been trying to get all teacher evaluations and contracts done before we were interrupted by the spring 2020 pandemic. He may have been trying to catch me slipping one more time, just in case my Thursday exploits were performative. He might have been doing both 
how they say? Throwing the rock and hiding his hand. So here's the blind spot. That spring 2020 pandemic was and is a well-known crisis. It still impacts our daily lives. A good leader never lets a crisis go to waste. Why? Strong leadership displayed during a crisis can cause growth in character, in ego, in popularity, and in chicanery, foolishness. It can also be a great time to serve your agenda with little opposition. At our best, y'all, we are ever-improving versions of our former selves, and we all want to be a little bit better today than we were yesterday. At our worst, we are self-interested, controlling beasts who will quote our resume anytime we are challenged and talk about ourselves way too much. Now, I see both from my boss's boss. Now, I also see that in myself. Now, at the end of the day, he has to handle an account for his. I have to handle an account for mine. Now, watch this. My eyes are wide shut. I do not think with my eyes. I'm fully focused, man. And I'm not easily fooled twice. Huh? Say la. Peace. Thank you for listening.